You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I'll be back in time for the comedy showcase because you leave the night before. But will you? Well, I mean, that's it, it says that you come this back. This isn't on guaranteeing April. you coming back in one piece. Well, no, it doesn't guarantee anything like that. But no. I mean, and the problem is, there's another gentleman involved in the second day. That part I don't understand. I don't know why you're bringing someone back. That. <laughs> That part, that part confuses that me a little bit. That is kind of weird. I, I want to know more details about this because it doesn't sound like the best decision I'm just saying, you could make. I'll be back in time. You don't have to worry about it. It'll be fine. It's going to be an adventure. It'll be an adventure, Sarah. You can't deny me this. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment yeah. Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I uh, do want to remind everyone, so we we're talking about the comedy showcase there, just real quick, which oh, I'll, my be, goodness. I'll be back in time for. Yes. Um, it's a week from today, Greg. It is. It is indeed a week from today. But you don't know. Again, it says the job will get you back here in time, but I don't know if the lifestyle choice from doing this job will get you back. Well, I don't know. I'll, in one piece, I'll bring it up. I'll 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 run it down for you, and you 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 decide on this. I mean, I think it's going to be a pretty good opportunity, and I don't think you should deny me my dreams. But the comedy showcase—that's your dream. You need to reach for the stars a little bit more, there, buddy. <laughs> the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase is happening on April first at the Secret Society, and you can get your tickets now at funemploymentradio.com. So there's going to be four different uh, comedians on the bill, all incredible: Andy Main, Jason Traeger, Curtis Cook, and Stacy Halal. And we'll be having each one of them on the show over the next uh, few days leading up to it. But we would love to see everyone there. Get your tickets at FunEmploymentRadio.com. Absolutely. And, and make uh, sure to RSVP on our uh, Facebook page yeah. if you are going to go. Because it makes us feel good. Yeah, it does. Uh-huh. You, why, why don't you want us to feel good? What's, <laughs> what's wrong with this? Uh, also, coming up on the show in just a little bit, we're going to have Kelly from the Bike Gallery. Fine we sponsor of Fun so Employment Radio. so excited. And Kelly is awesome. So he's going to be joining us here in just a little yeah, bit. Kelly's too. getting ready to start off on a, um, like a summer of adventure. He's always on adventures. Yeah, he is. But the one that he's... But this one in particular is something exciting. Yeah, because... Yeah, we'll talk about it when, when we when we bring him on here. But let me just say, I feel... After after complaining about the 15K and about how tough that was that mm. we ran a couple weeks ago, it's really nothing. It's nothing compared to what he's going to be doing. Well, yeah, but he's also in like like 0% body fat, amazing shape. Yeah, well, still... I think that it was probably I harder think, for us to run the 15K than it will be for him to ride that extreme amount of miles, So, which, which we'll talk to him yeah, about. Yeah, we'll, br- we'll bring that up to him and he can tell us how weak we are. All right, so uh, the, back to the beginning, though. What I was talking about is this is an opportunity that's that's possibly come up for me, and it would be happening on uh, on on Tuesday night. So it'd be March thirty first through April first. But Sarah, as you know, I always do cater to any opportunity that you get. I might be a little bit of a crazy person, might have some mood swings. However, Greg knows that when it comes to accommodating to his crazy schedule, I am very lenient. Well. Here's the thing. It's not You're an acting job. You're supposed to say job. yes, Sarah. Yes, yes, Sarah. I know that is okay. very good. I appreciate that a lot, Sarah. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you very much, Sarah. Is Stop that, saying my is that name. What it takes for you not to hit me when we're, when we're off mic. Stop saying Sarah, my name. You're, you're, you're looking me great out. today, Sarah. You look really good today, I Sarah. Am. You're you so nice, what? Sarah. I took I took one of those shower things this morning. Wow, look at Usually you. Usually I'm an afternoon showerer, but uh, <laughs> today because I'll like wait to shower until after I go for like a run or whatever. So, but today I uh, I decided to clean up a little early. Well, look at you, just on Don't top of the to world. Don't mean to brag. Don't wow. mean to brag. Look at you all grown up. I that's, know, right? It's really good. Yeah. Really good, Sarah. You're doing really good, Sarah. Thank you. All right, so so here's the thing. So 
I talked about this about maybe a month or two ago where there was there was a guy on Craigslist looking for someone to ride along with him to help drive to like Montana or North Dakota or something and back. And I missed that opportunity. I missed out on this. This one, though, this looks like something that's right up my alley. Because, you know, I've, I've always wanted to I, I fancy myself like maybe someday with the glamorous life of a long haul truck driver. But you consider yourself a, a nomad of sorts? Well, I mean, you, anytime they show like the truck drivers in movies, you know, they're going long haul and then they stop off at the at the cool little bars in the in the desert and stuff like that. And then they You've never they talked out. about your truck driver fantasy where you're large marge running, like driving through the desert. Large marge. Yeah. And then you meet all the interesting people at like truck stops and things like that. So this is an opportunity that was posted on Craigslist where somebody is looking for a person to drive. What exactly does it say? Because all you said is drive. Uh, Drive there and back. Okay. I'm sure it's no big deal. You have deal. to drive a 26-foot truck. There's no way you could drive a 26-foot truck. Down, well, you have to drive it from uh, McMinnville, Oregon, which is a little, a little bit south of here. You go from McMinnville, and then you drive uh, all the way to San Francisco. You have to go to San Francisco. So you take this thing down. That now is they a sh- long they have a- and sometimes windy drive with a 26-foot-long truck. Yeah. I mean, I've never driven something that big, but I drove a rider van to Louisiana. I mean, that's, that's pretty close. So you have to drive this thing down to San Francisco. You have to get it there overnight. And then you turn around and you have to drive it back. Now, they have a picture of it. It is unmarked. It doesn't say a company name on it. I don't know if they discuss. I'm sorry. Did you say that this is accompanied by a picture of an unmarked moving van? It's an unmarked it, movie, moving van. It, it actually An unmarked van. Does it have windows? Actually, it doesn't say anything about it. No, it's a truck. It's a 26-foot-long like truck. And actually, it doesn't, uh, yeah, it doesn't have a company name. There's no company name on the actual ad now that I'm looking at well, it. Well, how much does it pay? It pays cash. Does it say the amount of cash? Uh, $350 cash. Do you have to pay for your own gas? No, no. That's, I think that's, that's included in it. $350 to drive an unmarked truck that you don't know what's inside of it all the way to San Francisco. And then what were you saying at the beginning? Then you have to drive back with somebody else? Well, yeah, that's the other part I don't understand. So once you get down there and unload whatever it is in the back, that there's, a, there's another driver that comes with you. There's another person that rides in the truck with you. Are you driving the other person or are they driving back? It says second driver. Second driver? What does that even mean? I does think it's somebody like a, else that rides in the cab with like you. Like a toy steering wheel next to you? No. You guys I've, can honk in It's unison? somebody that you trade off with. You, you, get a, you get a tag along. You get a buddy. You get a ride along. A hop along that rides, rides there with you. I don't understand that part. But I mean, think about it. Like how cool... Will I look like being like a long haul truck driver and stopping off at you know at all, at the at the truck stops and you know it's like uh, where where are you from what you hauling you know and then that's how you talk with other truck drivers and things like that. Don't approach that strange glamorous? men at the truck stop. Oh no. well, no, you I didn't mean it like that. Shouldn't. That's going to that, with your face. I mean, that's on the road, like I'll be a tough guy. I'll be one of the you. tough guys. Yeah, Greg, you're very small with very curly hair. Oh. And you don't wander up and knock on truck drivers' doors. I don't think that that means what you think it means. Oh well, no, I don't. I'm Those not going to go knock conver- on doors. I mean, you go to the you go to the bar, you know, and you you saddle up and be like, "Yeah, man, the roads the roads rough tonight," you know. And then you got to say like things like that. And, and is that that's how you think truck drivers talk yeah, to each other? Yeah. Boy, the it's a long sure one out there. Wh- it's a long one out there. What like the, the road? Ni- the night is sure dark tonight. That's for sure. Darker than I've seen in a while. You know, and then, then that's how you talk to the other truck drivers. And then, and then I'll come back and I'll be like all badass and cool. 
Because I'll be like, yep, yeah, I went drove long haul last. Do you have night. like a Do you have like an outfit that you want to wear to to like pretend to be? What do you think a truck driver would wear? Jean jacket. A jean jacket. Okay. Yep. Do you have buttons on the jean jacket? Uh, yes, you do have buttons on the jean does jacket. Does it have a furry collar or does it have a jean collar? As a jean collar. Okay. What kind of shirt do you wear underneath it? Uh, you wear you wear um, a t shirt. With something like kind of crass written on it? <laughs> Not crass, or maybe like American raised or some American born. Something with a flag on it. I'd have an American flag on the, okay. on the shirt of some kind. Would say like patriotic. these colors don't bleed? Something like that. But yeah. it will be. But maybe it, an eagle. But the shirt will be like extremely faded. Yeah, exactly. And maybe yeah. a couple holes in it. Okay, because you got to dress the part for this kind of thing. So so you bend, so you fit in. So what you're saying is truck drivers wear. Um, patriotic t-shirts with holes in them and jean jackets yeah. with jean collars. Yes, yes, with jean collars. And then you wear a hat, you know, a big hat. I'll have to grow a mustache. I'll try to do that in a week. So, so yeah, and then you, and then that's that's kind of what they wear, you know, and then you, you saddle in there and I'll be one of the cool guys. That's that's kind of how that's it'll work how, out. That's how the, it yeah. works. We'll come back and then I can brag about it and, you know, everybody will be like, wow, Greg, you're so adventurous and you know rough and tumble and manly and manly yeah they'll say you want I'm everyone manly. to tell you how manly you are because yeah. you go wearing a, a patriotic shirt and a jean jacket well no because i because i drove long haul sarah out on the road long night on the road that's that's my only friend out there long night on the road and then you get a cb radio and you talk to other truck drivers well greg i'm going to tell you this right now you can feel free to do that at some other point in your life you're not doing that the night before our comedy showcase oh you're All not right. there's no way so, and you're like the angriest driver anyway. I'm not you an angry and- driver. Other people are just bad drivers. That's yeah, the every other person in the entire world is a bad driver. But <laughs> Everyone right. else is a terrible driver. Exactly. That's, that's where the problem is. So you being in control of a 26-foot long truck, driving all the way to San Francisco with a stranger, and then picking up another stranger and driving back with another stranger, yeah, that doesn't seem like it's going to end well. Okay. All right. Well, see, then I'd, then I'd have, huh, yeah, all right. Fine. I mean, I still think I would be back in time. I might do it anyway, but uh, you're not I think going I'll be... to do it. <sighs> All right. Well, Greg, April first. I'm not 1st... saying you can't ever do it, but I'm saying for this this night does not work. So you're saying I can take a take a day off of the show. I'm saying at you're one a point in the future, man, you can do whatever you want, except for on nights that we have events planned that we've been working on. Okay. All right. So at some point, though, I might do a do a long haul drive. Just me and the road out there in the night. Pavement. You know you have to have like a special license to do that and stuff, oh, right? Oh, yeah, really? Oh. Yeah. Oh. They don't even let you operate like a scooter or a motorcycle without a special license. I can't even imagine the classes you have to take in order to to drive a long-haul truck. An unmarked long-haul and you have truck. To, and you have to pull off to the side of the road. Like you have to go through past those way stations. What do you do then? Then you have to pull in. If it says to pull to pull in, then you have to go and get your load. Well, that's load. a lot of pressure. Yeah, you have to get your load assessed. Well, I don't by know what's in the, the load station. Exactly. I don't know what's in there. It could be something illegal. You're getting paid by cash. Yeah. Yeah, you're That's getting what the paid Craigslist by cash to do uh, to drive an unmarked van. Yeah. Down to San Francisco. Right. Yeah. Does that seem a little suspect? Is there it something might wrong with like that? A little suspect. Okay. All right. Oh well. Okay. Well then, maybe maybe not. I don't think I could handle that pressure going through one of those way stations. And then they start questioning me. You start sweating a lot. I would sweat so much. So much. I'd crack in a second. You I'd be totally a terrible. Would. I'd be terrible at well, this. You wouldn't even know what you're cracking for because you don't even know what you're. No, hauling. I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I could be hauling candy bars. I don't know. It could be delicious, delicious candy bars. Could be. Yeah, I would crack. I, it would be bad. It would be bad news. All right. Well, I'll think about it. In well, I know you're always looking for side gigs, so let's uh, maybe let's pass on that one. For I'm now. looking for adventure, Sarah. That's mm-hmm. what I'm looking for. All right. So <laughs> we'll 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 think about that one. 
We'll think about that and come back to okay. it. Okay. All right. Well, I know uh, we've got Kelly coming in here in just a little bit, but we did need to do an update on something. Yes, we did. That Sarah needed to update on because we talked about this a couple of days ago. Talked about it on... Uh, last Friday and Monday. Friday where Monday, Sarah yes. Sarah has an issue at her studio apartment where she lives. And the issue is... Was. Oh. Spoilers. That she doesn't clean her kitchen. However, it just sounds like it sounds like we may have a, a resolution on this. We do have a resolution. Okay. I did. I did do it. I cleaned it. Okay, cleaned you cleaned your thing. kitchen. So it had I been did. how long since you had cleaned? I it? don't know. Just a couple days. Okay, a couple months. You mean? No, a couple. Just a couple. Few three days. months. A couple few days. Was it less than three? Less yes, or more it than was three less months? Less than three months. Was it, was it like, le- less or more than two months? It, it was less than two months. Less or more than one month. It was okay, so it was between one and two months. No, that, it was less than a month. It was less than a month. It was like three weeks. Okay, it had been a while. It had been like twenty-one days. It, it had been cleaned in two thousand fifteen. It yes, it has been. If you know how months work, yes, okay. we're in the third month of the I'm year. I'm just trying to verify. All right, well, very good. You know, I'm glad that you you are claiming that you have cleaned. Your I kitchen. did clean it when I got home from uh, the show on Monday evening. Uh huh. I did go home and I just set down my stuff and I didn't do anything else. I didn't allow myself to get distracted. Right. I set down all my stuff and went right into the kitchen and went to work and cleaned all my dishes. How dirty is it now if that was on Monday night? Oh, it's not dirty at all. Are there dishes in there? No. Okay. Yeah, I cleaned them. I've used some dishes since then, but um, I had like my mental talk with myself like, hey – do you want it to end up like like it did before? No. All right, then just clean your dish now. Okay, I'm going to do it. And then I clean this it. This is how the conversation works in your head. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That's good. That's so good I did to clarify. It. Yep. Okay. Well, congratulations, Sarah. Thank you. I feel very good about myself. Very happy. Mm-hmm. Doesn't smell anymore. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Really good. I'm really proud John of you. John Dor was right. Clean apartment, clean mind. Yes. Feel so much clarity. Yes, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. <laughs> I'm so gross. Oh, hello, my friends. Oh, hi. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, now, if you recall yesterday, my first story was about a micro pig cafe that's going to be happening. Yes. Um, it's in... going to be opening in London. Right. Well, let me tell you this. Micro pigs. A micro pig, which I didn't even know that was an animal, but okay. Micro pigs are kind of. Like stepping up in the news a little is bit. Is this because, like the new thing? I don't know. Is this like ferrets were in the late nineties where everybody had ferrets? I wasn't there when everybody had ferrets. I don't know. Oh really? No, I knew a couple of people that all of a sudden got ferrets. They smell terrible too. I know they're really cute though, but they smell. Yeah, they're kind of cute, but I mean they're kind of like. I know people have ferrets. Maybe I just wasn't around the right ones, but they were kind of like they just, just weren't cleaning them properly. They were kind of just long rats. That's mm-hmm. what then they would scurry around and get in things. Well, this is not a long rat. This is a small pig. Okay. And this is also out of Britain. Okay. So this story is out of Britain. So this isn't a coffee drinking pig or a cafe pig. This is a bar pig. A bar so pig. There is a bar pig in Britain named Francis Bacon. <laughs> of course. Who has been banned from drinking in the pub because the mini pig, uh, the micro pig, gets drunk. And it makes her slightly angry, and she starts to headbutt other patrons. <laughs> Wait, there's a drunk pig in there's a bar? There's a drunk micro pig named Francis Bacon that has been banned from drinking in the pub that its owners own. So they're getting a they're getting the animal drunk. 
Nope. So the animal's getting itself drunk. Oh, so okay. um, this is what happens. So the micro pig is like friends with everybody that wanders around in the pub. However, when people are leaving or they abandon their drinks for a little while, uh, the micro pig Francis Bacon will start drinking their ciders and their beers <laughs> they leave behind. Unfortunately, uh, it does make Francis Bacon a little bit angry. Uh, she starts to uh, headbutt people <laughs> as she gets more and more unruly after she's had uh, more than one pint. That um, my my dog Butters, you know, when when she was around, she would steal people's beers. She wouldn't get angry. She wouldn't do, she wouldn't headbutt anybody or anything like that. But if you turned your back on a beer for I don't know. Maybe it, it could be thirty seconds. Oh, it could be it five could... minutes. Well, the beer thing that was she she would be smart about it because especially if you like ran inside or something like I would be sitting in my backyard and set the beer on a counter and go inside for something and come back. She would figure out with her paw and knock it off of the counter. Oh yeah, slurp it all up and then rip it open and and clean out the insides. Like I'd be inside for a minute and uh, sixteen ounce beer is just gone. Oh yeah. She yeah. would do that. She did that thing where you. She ripped off the top too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She ripped like, off the top and then the entire top. Like if you're looking at a soda can, like from where that dent is, where it starts to angle up. Like mm-hmm. she ripped off that entire thing in like yep. a perfect circle. Yeah, it was kind of weird. It was very weird. Yeah, she was like a like a dog can opener. No, and you would think that um, that it would have spilled everywhere. There no, even if she did it inside, all the beer would be gone. <laughs> she, she liked beer. She would drink all the beer. I didn't give her beer. She found beer on her own. She sure did. Uh, so the customers weren't helping the matter with the drunk Francis Bacon, the micro pig wandering around the pub because they thought it was hilarious. So they let, of course, you know, they'd let the micro pigs sip from their beers and ciders. So matters have been taken into the hands of the landlords and the micro pig's owner, who have now banned her from drinking alcohol. Um, also, customers are told not to feed her alcohol and are making sure that she doesn't get anything to drink from any unattended alcoholic glasses. Wow. Francis Bean, the drunk micro... Francis Bacon. Sorry, Francis Bacon, the drunk micro pig. That is a great name for yes. a pig. That really is. That whole phrase, Francis Bacon, the drunk micro pig. <laughs> I just love that entire phrase. Also, who's bringing their micro pig to the bar? That's no, it's the, question. No, it's the pub owners. Oh, it's, it is. It is. It lives, yeah, I yeah. mean, who's letting the micro pig run? I mean, really? Well, it's like a, you know, they own it. Yeah, I know. It's their micro pig. They can do with it what they want. Francis Bacon wants to hang out with people. Okay. All right, a story out of Washington State. Uh, Washington State Police near Fife, Washington, uh, pulled over a driver yesterday uh, after he was attempting to use the carpool lane by sticking a cardboard cutout in the passenger seat, pretending that it was his friend. However, it wasn't just any cardboard cutout that he used. He used the face of... The most interesting man in the world. <laughs> the Dos Equis guy. The Dos Equis guy, uh, whose name in real life the actor is Jonathan Goldsmith. So uh, Washington State Patrol spokespeople, uh, spokesman said that, yes, uh, he was driving by in the HOV, the carpool lane, mm-hmm. when it was noticed that the this passenger was a little bit flat, <laughs> a little flatter. <laughs> so, uh, so the spokesman said uh, the trooper and the driver were laughing about it, but was cited anyway. So this guy ended up getting a $124 ticket for violating the high-occupancy vehicle lane laws. So $124 for trying to use a cardboard cutout to pretend to be someone. I mean, if you're going to get a ticket for it, you might as well get a picture like that. Because I just looked up what the pictures of the guys do with the cardboard cutout. Who would you use for a cardboard cutout if you were going to try to do that? Ooh. Like, I don't commute enough where that's an issue what for me because I never go on I the freeway. What do you mean, would I use for a cardboard cutout? Like, if you were to use a cardboard what kind of question cutout. question is that? Well, he picked the most interesting man in the world. Who would your cardboard cutout be? That is the weirdest one? question. 
Who would my cardboard cutout be? Yeah, to try to cheat the uh, if you were going if you were going to do it. Probably David Bowie. It would be David Bowie. You have David Bowie. Bowie as your passenger. Yeah, that'd be your cardboard cutout. Yeah. Probably 1989's Labyrinths, David Bowie. Okay, that one. Yeah. Specifically. Specifically. Okay. All right. Yeah, what about you? Ooh, boy, that's a good question. Um, Don't I'm, be predictable. Well, no, I might go with, actually, uh, Obama. Your cardboard cutout... Mm-hmm. Passenger would be Obama. I think it would be Obama. I don't know why. I just think that's... Because he's completely unrecognizable. Well, I mean, yeah, but it's not like somebody's staring straight at it. Like maybe, maybe Obama. I think that's, that might be who I would go with. Okay. Yeah, or Jennifer Aniston. One All of the right. two. So Obama or Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, that's would it's be narrowed down to that. I don't have to go into my reasons. Cutouts. Uh, well, the driver, after he was pulled over, did <laughs> make a half-hearted attempt to go through with it, telling the officer, "Oh no, no, no! This is just my best friend. He just doesn't like to talk very much." This is a grown-ass man sitting next to a cardboard cutout of a human being, and he's trying to convince a cop. Oh, so he was crazy, or is he joking? I don't know if he was crazy. I think, hopefully, I'm going to take it as joking. Okay. I'm going to hope. Yeah. I'm I mean, at that point, hope. you're busted. You're getting a ticket. Mm-hmm. Might as well just, just take it, you know, go with it. <laughs> uh, Juice in the chat says that uh, they'd pick Britney Spears. Britney Spears, yeah. That'd be a good one. Or maybe that was one of your picks. Well, I do. I am a fan Jennifer of Britney Aniston Spears. is your number one, though. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we've had stories about criminals posting, you know, like their locations on Facebook and you know, yes. kind of taunting yep. police. Where they go like, on. Oh, you'll never find me. And then they're like, I'm going to softball practice. And that's <laughs> yeah. where they are. You'll never catch me, coppers. Well, people aren't just doing this on Facebook now. Uh, Snapchat is also a place where people are doing this. A man who was wanted for burglary in central Maine uh, avoided arrest successfully for quite some time until he revealed his hiding spot on Snapchat. So now, uh, Snapchat, the picture disappears after like 10 seconds, right? Yeah, but people can take a screen cap of it. Oh, okay. So, I mean, even if it, so if it really exists not. for 10 seconds, you can take a screenshot. I mean, I take screenshots uh, of I love how constantly. people don't think about that, though. Not it's at like, all. No, it's gone forever. Mm-hmm. Nothing is gone forever. Well, uh, police in Somerset County had been searching for Christopher Wallace, 24 years young, uh, for a while. So this is, they've been searching for him since January. Christopher Wallace. Christopher Wallace. Uh, for his involvement in a burglary of cooking equipment. Uh, this was when he allegedly stole a propane cook stove and a cast iron wood stove from a camp in Pierce Pond Township, which so he is was... somewhere in Maine. Okay, this this already sounds like a Stephen King novel. I know, right? so So he's stealing... So back in January, he stole a propane cook stove and a cast iron wood stove. Oh, that's a... I would be mad if that happened. I know. Yeah, so he stole it from yeah. someone's camp. He did this in January. He has been um, able to avoid arrest because nobody knew where he was. However, uh, on Sunday, Wallace posted on Snapchat that he was back in his home in Fairfield. So uh, people who he was Snapchatting with decided to take screen caps of it and relayed the info to police. So they tried to find him initially in his house, this, uh, this Christopher Wallace. But then Wallace posted a second uh, time on Snapchat saying that the police were in his house looking for him, but he was actually hiding in a cabinet in the house. <laughs> he's posting this everywhere. So Wait, He's uh, posting while they're looking. While they're looking. So somebody alerted the police while they were looking for him that he might be hiding in one of the cabinets. Uh, so if they, so, the police searched the cabinets, and a search of the kitchen cabinets turned up some food, some pots and pans, and also a pair of feet. The pair of feet just so happened to be attached to the person, and the person was Christopher Wallace. He was removed from the cabinet and placed under arrest. Genius. Uh, Wallace has been charged with burglary, theft, and violation of conditions of release and taken into custody. That is pretty smart. That's and, a real, real genius guy right there. Yeah, Posting I mean, it on Snapchat. It is quite interesting, like in this day and age of, of the technology, how everyone wants to share every single thing that they do at all times. Like, 
No, that's that that's, ends up shooting you in the foot a lot. That's how that's how dumb a lot of people are. That's what I mean. If this had been around, thing is, I don't think that people are dumber now. To no, doing they just this. have more like access to more technology. We right. would have done the exact same stupid thing. Oh yeah, there would have been a lot of people. Yeah, that would have done that kind of stuff. I, I although the fact that this guy was stealing camping equipment that bothers me. See, I'd want to catch this guy too. If he was stealing stoves, my buddy uh, Nate one time had the best best thing ever when he caught somebody stealing. Stealing uh, camping equipment, so he was up there camping, and he got up to a spot outside of outside of Portland. Here, he got up there early, so he reserved the spot. And this is common: you take a chair, like a camping chair, and you put it across the road from where your spot is. If you're car camping, and you just put a sign on it that says, "You know, hey guys, I'm here." So that way, when you see it, you know your buddies are there. While he was sitting there in camp, saw again, he could see his chair across the road, and he just saw this car pull up, stop, throw the sign off fold up the chair and throw it into their car and just take off. Are you kidding? Yeah, and he's watching the whole thing and he's like, God damn it. And But he was right there. So he's like, well, fuck that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go follow it. Yeah. And so he hopped into his car and followed him down and they were going to this hot springs that's around here. And they pulled in and it was a couple, like this young couple who just thought they'd just taken a chair from somebody and he just pulls up right next to him and he'd been he'd been camping for like a day. So he was a little dirty and yeah. <laughs> a little rough looking. Yeah, I've been camping. But you know, he's got half a beard going. I've seen Nate post camping. He's kind of, he looks like a mountain, like, like he, he is could a live in, He looks like he could, he could have been living in the mountains. He is. He looks like uh, some, you know, some miner or something like that. Mm. Like, oh, Pappy the miner. And he just walked right up to him. He's like, give me my chair. And it just, they were terrified of him. Nate is a harmless person, but they were terrified of him and handed him the chair and then like just got back in their car and took off. Oh my God. Off. It was, but that's the greatest thing ever to catch a thief like that. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. When you said uh, when you were saying Nate's like, "Give me my chair," it sounded like that story that you told about the troll saying, "Give me my food." Give me your food. Give me your food. <laughs> <laughs> you said it the same way. All right. Uh, finally, this isn't the best story in the world, but of course I like it because it involves two of my favorite things, and I just feel like I have to share. Of course, where is my favorite place in the entire world, Greg? Port St. Lucie. Port St. Lucie, Florida. We go, and where's my favorite store? Walmart. To a Walmart in Port St. Lucie we go. Police have arrested a woman after a series of bizarre confrontations with customers that happened at a Walmart in Port St. Lucie. Police first res- uh, responded to a report of a fight at the Walmart this past weekend. Now, a pregnant woman told police she was loading her car with groceries, and the suspect, who was later identified as Jamie Lee Perry, walked up and started playing with her hair. <laughs> which is creepy. Uh, police say that Perry then, the, the hair play girl, uh-huh. uh, got herself into the woman's car. The witness uh, yanked her out of the vehicle, and Perry allegedly began trying to punch her. She didn't. Uh, the woman threw Perry to the ground. This is one tough-ass pregnant woman. Yeah, wow. And hit her. The suspect then fled inside of a Walmart, uh, inside to the Walmart, to the Port St. Lucie Walmart. At some point inside the store, police say that Jamie Lee Perry tried to steal a woman's purse out of her shopping cart right in front of her. She then confronted another shopper in the pharmacy. It was at that time an officer arrived on the scene and took her into custody. Uh, the officer said Perry had struggled to avoid the handcuffs and was escorted out of the Walmart. I'm shocking that she didn't just calmly walk out with the police officer. You're right, officer. I've clearly done something wrong here, and we should talk about this. Well, they had to restrain Jamie Lee Perry. Uh, so she's facing a number of charges, including attempted robbery, battery on a law enforcement officer, resisting arrest with violence, and assault. Now, Perry said it wasn't her fault because she had taken some bad acid. <laughs> and that's why she was acting that way. She oh, wouldn't usually no act problem. that way. No problem. No problem. Free to go. 
But uh, so officers were nice, and they did take her to the medical center for an evaluation before carting her off to the Port St. Lucie jail. What does she do on the good acid? That's what I'm, I'm it questioning. It was the bad here. acid. Okay. Wasn't that she was taking acid? It was bad. It acid. was the bad acid. It was bad, you know, the bad kind. I don't know. I'm thinking of Jamie Lee Perry of Port St. Lucie, Florida. I'm thinking she knows her good acid from her bad acid. <laughs> probably. You're probably right. I shouldn't be questioning her. Yeah. She she knows what she's talking about. In other news, people still do acid. Apparently, that's a thing. Did you? I didn't. I did not know that. I don't know. Yeah, I, I can't even remember the last time I heard of someone saying like, "Oh yeah, I did some acid." This we're weekend. old. We're old. We are old. Yeah, that's that's Thanks, part Greg. of that. I'm just saying, popping lewds, man. And that's your world of crazy. It's not my fault. It's bad acid. Oh, it's no. what the carpool guy should have tried. Regular guy. No, it's not. I know it's a cutout of a person. I was on bad acid. Oh, okay, all right. It's no so, that's totally understandable. On your way, sir. Have a great mm-hmm. day. All right, well, we should probably take a break because we need to get our guest in here, Kelly from the Bike Gallery, who's going to be joining us in just a minute. So um, let's go ahead and uh, take a pause, and we'll be back in a second with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. See, a lot of people think that you would have chosen Neil Diamond as your cutout to try to get away in the... Uh, in the um, in the in the passing lane, yeah, in the passing in the lane. HOV, yeah, the HOV mm-hmm. lane, yeah, but it's not Neil Diamond. That's true. Um, yeah, I, I think I'd pick David Bowie over Neil Diamond. Wow, that is a tough choice. I know I, it is very tough. I would go with Neil Diamond myself. But <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcoming now to Fun Employment Radio, our friend. It's been gosh a year. I think it's been a year. I it's been so. about a year. Oh. Kelly from the Bike Gallery. Hello, sir. Good afternoon. Kelly, we are so excited to have you here. I'm excited to be here. Yay! I think uh, I would choose Neil Diamond because it's the Diamond Lane. Oh, see, look at that. Uh, that's look at pretty that. clever. See, that's smart thinking. Yeah, because we just had a story about this guy in Washington who was trying to use the HOV lane with a cardboard cutout of the most interesting man in the world, the Dos Equis oh, guy. Yeah. So we were thinking, Greg, who did you pick? I wasn't sure. Like, I, I thought about Jennifer Aniston, but, you know, that's really... I don't know if that's. And then you're kind of the creepy guy. Who's then I'm the creepy guy. Exactly. So I don't know if I want to be the creepy guy. And then, <laughs> but it'd be a good excuse with the police, though. Hey, listen, it's Neil Diamond. If that was the Diamond Lane, I <laughs> right? Neil Diamond. Here. See, yeah, that would work really well. <laughs> that works. It makes more sense than Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, it really does. Yes. it really does make more sense. But uh, Kelly, so we were talking about this earlier. You are going to be doing before we get into all the bike gallery stuff. I wanted to ask you about this. You're because doing a crazy yeah. race over well, this over it, the summer. I'm not really racing, but I'm doing a ride. <laughs> it, it is a competitive ride, but you don't have to be competitive to do it. You just have to be a little dumb. <laughs> <laughs> like how we felt after we did the Shamrock Run. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what that's I was saying. Like, we were complaining about the Shamrock Run where we did this 15K and you run like up this hill. You know, it, it was tough for us. But you're, what you're going to be doing, you're basically running, or, or not running, but riding one of the legs of the Tour de France. Is that exactly how it works? Yeah, it, it's uh, stage 19 of the Tour de France. I won't be doing it. While the riders are doing it, yeah, uh, we'll do it about a week before. It's called a tap to tour. Uh, it's in France, and it'll be one of the most challenging uh, stages of the tour. And several thousand people do this every year. They change it every year to one of the toughest uh, uh, stages of the tour. It's going to so be. So, do they pick one leg a year, basically? Yeah. Okay. Yep. And this one is three mountain passes. It's uh, 145, 145 kilometers and about thirteen thousand five hundred feet of climbing. So. <laughs> 13,500 feet in 88 miles. Wow. So it's it's going to be it's certainly going to be a challenge. Oh my That's... gosh. And Kelly showed us like the actual the elevation increase and it is insane. Yeah, and you think about that like that's just one leg of what those guys do. Yeah, that's the amazing thing. This is this is 
you know, after 18 stages of racing, they're going to do this <laughs> and they'll, they'll finish in a time that's, you know, three, three to four times faster than what I will, <laughs> I will do it in. So it's Certainly. 88 miles. 88 miles. So it doesn't sound like very long, but when you consider the amount of that elevation gain. That sounds very well, long, I mean, you know, <laughs> How does one even train for something like that? Because that's taller than Mount Hood. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, well, right now, uh, doing a lot of large mountain repeats is uh, <laughs> one of the only things you can do. No, there's some, there's some good places you can do some extended rides. If you ride up to gover- uh, past government camp or go up to Timberline, uh, do repeats up there. Um, you know, there, there are other places to ride. It's hard to simulate that much climbing in that short a distance around here because mm. we don't yeah. really have that many places that are uh, that kind of gradient for the extended distance that it is. Right. But, uh, so is bike training like running training? Like do you have to do you have a set amount of goals like you have to accomplish before you do it? Like I suppose some people do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just riding my bike. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm right now. I'm riding the trainer a lot indoors. I've got a uh, electronic trainer that I can simulate some of these some of these rides on, but it's still not the same as being out on the road. So, oh, so it actually large, simulates the course that you're going to be on. Yeah, it actually does, and it's it's uh, it's just not as fun indoors. <laughs> I mean, you get kind of after about an hour, it's kind of boring indoors for me, even with the the electronic trainer. So, uh, yeah, Larch Mountain is uh, one of my favorite places to go right now just because it's it's easy to go out and do multiple uh attacks on the same hill yeah and it, you can at least get a close approximation of the ele- elevation if you ride from troutdale to the top of larch it's just under five thousand feet of climbing um and so like sunday i'll probably do that twice this sunday wow um so how do you do that like do you have your bike shipped to france uh they will have a bike for me there already trek okay. uh, trek will actually have a, a trek Dumani there uh, that i will be riding and uh so that'll be that saves a lot of time yeah. and hassle yeah. and we're, we're gonna be riding i think four probably at least four days during the week before the attack so we'll do oh, other good, so you get used to the bike and yeah, so it'll be. I think we're still doing. Uh, we're probably doing like four thousand feet the first day. We'll probably do eight, eight or nine thousand the second day, eight or nine thousand the third day, and then the last day is the attack. So, God, that sounds like. I mean, that sounds incredibly challenging, but that sounds like so much fun. I think it'll be fun. It's uh, it's it's a little scary, but it's great to have a goal to train for for the season because sometimes yeah, right. early season you're like, eh, it's raining. I don't know. I guess I'll go ride. But now when you know you have to train because <laughs> yeah. why go all the way over to France and That's you can't <laughs> just be miserable? It. Like never mind. I'm just gonna walk it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's happening. So yeah, so it's gonna be, it's gonna be tough, but I think it'll be a, a pretty neat experience. And again, you're sharing this with thousands of other people that are oh, doing it cool. from all over the world. So. You you, you kind of get inspired by the uh, by the masses. It's I think it's similar to doing a, a marathon or a uh, an event race or something mm. like that. Where to coast or you're something. just suffering, but everybody else is running with you. Yeah, they're so you suffering kinda, with you. you yeah, kind of get the oomph and and it helps you through. Uh, I remember when I did a a marathon in in uh, at Big Sur. The only marathon I've ever done, I will never do another one again. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, the my, 15K my wife, was a lot. I'm like, I don't know uh, how people do marathons. I'm impressed. Oh, I, my wife conned me into it somehow. And uh, <laughs> and just just the last couple miles are just torture. Mm. And so every you know, running with everybody else kind of gets you into the finish, I think. Kind of the uh, group mentality. Yeah. I do remember doing a 5K one time, and uh, there were some grade school kids doing the 5K too. And uh, there were a couple kids that ran past me. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> holding holding like a 32 ounce drink from 7-Eleven. Oh yeah. my god! <laughs> Sipping on their drink, just running past. No me. big deal. It's it great. Good yeah, time. that was uh, in Hood to Coast when we did it a couple years ago. Um, yeah, that was a thing because like there's a Portland to Coast high school version of Hood to Coast. Oh yeah, that starts at the second leg, right? Which yeah. is downtown here. Yeah, or and, first one. Yeah, and I was running on that one, and it's just all these like. 16 year old kids just like fly and by me they're all having conversations just blah blah oh, blah God. you know going twice as fast as i am like oh god dang it oh and that's the that's the like i'm running this year yeah yeah, yeah so we're doing hood to coast so that means uh, i want to but i want to do like the cross trail like i'm gonna run but i also want to ride my bike a lot this summer too to get prepared because the shamrock run didn't do so much training for that <laughs> and i could feel that i couldn't walk for like a week after that i think you're supposed to eat lucky charms before the shamrock that would lucky charms helps, is that yeah. yeah green beer along the way that's probably what would have helped i'm greg sure. made the mistake of eating like a giant breakfast sandwich i i learned my lesson on that <laughs> it was such a bad idea it sounded like a good idea because i was like oh i'll get some protein you know i'll need that while i'm racing so a <laughs> breakfast sandwich that's a good idea no this is just logical five miles in that was not feeling so good it, it so. could have been worse you could have a shamrock shake before running. That's oh, true. God, Boy. Oh, I yeah, I it was. <laughs> Greg and I need to educate ourselves on what we're supposed to eat before you exercise because I had some um, macaroni and cheese because I thought maybe I'm like carbohydrates. Good, <laughs> that's not going to get all bad inside of me running 9.3 miles at all. Artificial orange number six. I know, right? right? <laughs> like, it's what could possibly go wrong for a while? Oh, Shake that up in there. Well, Kelly, when you go to France uh, to do this, is, will this be the longest that you've ever ridden, or have you? Gone? No, I've ridden. I've ridden uh, further than this in terms of miles. I've done over 200 in a day, but I've never done this kind of elevation in this short a distance. I'd say the most elevation I've done in, in a distance similar would probably be about 12,000 feet, but it was mm. in about 115 miles. So this is – it's just so much more condensed in terms of the elevation gain. So that's what's that going to be the challenge, I think. It's so cool though. You can say that you rode part of the – part of Tour de France or maybe you've done that before. I've done that before but not this – Not this leg? Or yeah. I've done stage. a couple of the other passes that are famous but just not three of them in a row. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That seems like an exciting thing to do, though. I, uh, I'm very impressed with your ambition. Well, hopefully I make it. Yeah, right? <laughs> you totally will. <laughs> not it. You know, cool story. I broke down halfway up the mountain. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, blame it on, yeah, we'll just blame it on the bike. Yeah, right. Can I ask you a yeah. question? Like, is this one of those things, like, are you going to ride the whole time? Like, if you're starting to feel pain, is this something where you, like, stop and take a break? Or do you just oh, yeah. plow through? I, I, I have no shame. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, need to, I will, yes, I have no shame. Stop, take a break. I will not take a break too long, but yeah, yeah. for sure, I'll, I'll take a break. I no problem. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I was going to say, don't <laughs> hurt yourself. Nothing to prove to anybody. <laughs> right? Well, I'm so, slow and proud of it. Hey, but you're doing it, so you should be proud of that. Well, there, so that's happening in France, but there are so many things happening this summer that you yes. can participate in all around Oregon. Which, uh, yeah. different kinds of rides, different things to There's tons do. of great rides. You know, the Sunday Parkways is a, is a great way for people to see their own neighborhoods without any traffic. And that's happening, I've I think, always wanted to do that. five times this summer. So um, what, where, where do they shut that down? Like, well, it's, there are, I think, five different neighborhoods they're doing. Yeah, they picked different so, ones. Okay. Uh, north, northeast, southeast, uh, southwest. Mm, I don't remember all. It's, it's on ODOT's uh, or uh, uh, Portland Department of Transportation, mm. I think, has it on their – or the Parks Department has it on their website. But um, it's something we support. we supported since the very first uh, event. And uh, it's great because it's over 10,000 people per weekend that go riding on these, on these uh, roads that are a lot of times just really adjacent to their own homes that they don't norm- normally go out on. And oh, yeah. To see the families out there is just fantastic. I mean, kids from – 
you know, you name the age, it's there. Just everybody out there. Everybody together. out there, not even not have to worry about any cars or anything. There's, it's a great festive atmosphere. So yeah, I'm looking at this. So yeah, it starts uh, May 10th and then goes all the way through uh, September 27th with random. That's different cool. Sundays. Yeah, that's one of the neatest neatest things that uh, that Portland has done, uh, just because it's so safe. And of course, bridge pedal, you know, is another big one that you get to go on the bridges you never get to ride mm-hmm. on. You know, I kind of want to do that this year. When when is bridge pedal? Uh, that is typically in June. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm searching as fast I think as it's I August. can. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, because that's where they shut August. down shut down the bridges. Like the main bridges. If, I if have always wanted to do that one. Yeah, that sounds to... like so much fun. Yeah, we we uh, sponsor the Fremont Bridge every year, and it's pretty neat to be up there before anybody is up there. You know, five thirty in the morning to be one of the only people on this major on the top bridge, of the Fremont mm. Bridge. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty amazing sight uh, to see. So that's and that's one of the best views in Portland is from that from the Absolutely. Fremont Bridge. Um, and last year they did a start at the Fremont Bridge for the early early risers who wanted to do... Uh, Are you an early... You seem like an early riser. Uh, yeah, I get up pretty early. <laughs> <laughs> Only because my dogs get me up. Okay. <laughs> you have a few dogs, don't you? Uh, two beagles. Oh, they're so cute. Yep. And they so are. they're your alarm clocks in the morning? Whether we like it or not. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and they're not, they're not very reliable. Sometimes it's 4.30, sometimes it's 5.30. Jeez Louise. I know. it's uh, That is way too early. I'm uh, dog-sitting my buddy's dog right now, and he likes to spaz out at about 2.30, 2.33 in the morning. Cause he's Seriously? Ter- yeah, Walter. It's a, people on the show know Walter. That was my former roommate, Ryan's dog. He's Oh, Walter, who did, I, I don't know if you heard this, but Walter uh, disappeared for 22 days. Yeah. Well, Whoa. Yeah, he got out of when Ryan was living with me, he Walter got out of the backyard and just disappeared. 22 days couldn't find him anywhere. Like went to went to every step you can possibly do trying to find him and finally the thing that uh, had him turn back up where all the posters that we put up, somebody saw it at some shop and then relayed it to the guy who had uh, who had found him in his backyard. Wow. Yeah, it yeah, was 22 crazy. 22 days. That doesn't happen like Three weeks, over three weeks later. And, and he's a lot better now, but the dog used to be, I mean, Walter's scared of the world. Like he likes, <laughs> he likes inside, likes he's what he knows. And fluffy and terrified. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's the fluffiest little dog, but yeah, he is scared of the outside world. So he doesn't like going to the bathroom while it's light out. So 2.30 in the morning, it's like, I can try all evening to get him to go out yeah, and it won't But as happen. soon as it's dark, he's 2:30, just like, oh, right. yeah. And then he goes out there and it's all quiet and he's having the best time ever. Oh, I'm like, oh. dang it, Walter, I want to sleep. <laughs> You're to driving me crazy. <laughs> so I'm a little tired today. Because <laughs> so well, I understand. maybe you should learn to be an early riser like Kelly. I get, well, tell mm-hmm. Walter that. That, okay. that would help me out. <laughs> um, well, so there's, there's uh, that ride. And then also you guys do the winery tours as well. Yep. We have a wine ride in June and uh, one in September. September one's not up on our website quite yet, mm-hmm. but it will be. Um, and we do – the first one's going to be at Stoller Vineyards in June. And we'll have another one at Vista Hill Vineyards in uh, September. So how does that work? Like if somebody goes and signs up and that's – do they sign up at BikeGallery.com? Yep, they can go right to our website, mm-hmm. BikeGallery.com. There's a link right there to sign up. And uh, we we do these rides as a fundraiser for the Children's Heart Foundation. So 100% of the profits go right to the Children's Heart Foundation. Oh, that's fantastic. Nice. Um, the wineries are nice enough to donate the space for us uh, to, to hold the event. And um, – we do about a 30 to 35 mile ride, depending on the winery. Uh, we start and end at the winery and then do a nice catered lunch and a wine tasting afterwards. Okay. Nice. Um, and it's a lot of fun. We limit it to 100 people. So first pe- first 100 people get to go. So how do you get, uh, is transportation, do you have to get your bike out there? You just need to get out there to the winery. Cool. Yep. 
Um, and it's, you know, the wineries are pretty close. It's less than an hour to get out to, to them, especially at that time of day. Um, we do it on a Sunday. So the traffic is lower than it is on Saturday and we nice. start, start nine o'clock. So we try to get done before most of the, the winery traffic is out there, but the, the venues are just beautiful and you get to see some roads you probably wouldn't normally ride on. Um, and people have a great time. And That's you get awesome. to go hang out at a winery. And you get to go out at a Which is not a bad thing. That's <laughs> it's right. not a bad way to spend a Sunday at all. And you raise money for a great cause, too. That's like the trifecta. Awesome. You get exercise. Well, Good cause, first of all, uh, exercise and wine. I yeah. mean, yeah, that yeah. sounds pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's that's, that's, that's kind of that is a trifecta right there. I know. <laughs> well, and I am on the website, and speaking of the website, you did announce that, that you told us that something was actually active today. That's right. You yes. Can, if if you go to our website and you want to do an order on our website, your first order you'll get ten percent off of any regular price products, and you just enter the code Fun Fifteen. Fun Fifteen. Fun One Five. Oh my god! At checkout uh, for your deal and. You can choose to have it shipped to your home, or you can pick up in any one of our six locations uh, in Portland. Six so fine locations. If you want to shop in your pajamas at 2 a.m. while you're letting Walter out, you can do that. <laughs> that might be happening. Or if Walter wants to shop. You know, he's scared to go out. Maybe he wants to shop online. Yeah, maybe he needs like a little headlamp or something. Yeah, yeah that could be. Uh, a little I can glow see in the dark vest so he's easier to find if that he tries go. to escape. That would be, yeah, actually, yeah. that's a good idea. That's a really good idea. <laughs> so online, Fun15, wherever you are, you can use that online for your first purchase. That's right. For 10% off. Awesome. And we yes. want to give a shout out to uh, listener Dan, too, who... Um, Got his wife a Trek 7.4 FX road bike yesterday at Bike Gallery. Thanks, Dan. And he said that he was helped by a guy named Zach, who was super helpful, didn't act bored or make us feel dumb, and uh, didn't push anything super high end on this either, which can happen in lots of other places. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was very excited with this service. That is true. That's I mean, because we're talking about these high end races that you were doing. Sarah and I are a uh, lower end. Uh, bike riders. We're probably not going to be riding the Tour de France anytime soon. <laughs> <Probably not. laughs> but but we can go. But we into do bike ride gallery. around the city. Yeah. A lot. I, oh, exactly. Yeah. And uh, it's nice. Like I've always said this about bike galleries, even before we were working together on this. Like it's nice because you can go in and not feel like an idiot because I don't know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. when it comes to the bike. Like I, I don't know how everything works on the bike. That's so I want to get help. And then some places they will make you feel. Like you, you're like you're like a lesser not, person. Yeah, like a lesser person for not knowing. Bike gallery is not that place. Mm-hmm. Bike gallery, everybody's nice. Like, okay, what level are you? Okay, let's well, we walk cert- you through it. We certainly try. Yes, you know? yes. no, it's great. It There's is really... you do you don't try you do. It's nice. <laughs> is that a Yoda? Are you trying to do, Yoda do or do there? not? There is no try. I'm saying like Kelly does. It. It's uh, he's successful. He tries to do it and and he's doing it. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Oh well, are we going to do at some point? I think we we're going to start it in April. Are we going to do our? Great bike race again. Our challenge? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's going to have to happen. I think it might have to happen. Which I'm going to win, obviously. I don't remember what the results were from last year, so (laughs) I'll have to skip those. You've lost everything. I don't know what you're talking about Mm. with that. I mean, that's in the past. It's so far. Nobody remembers that. Yes. Did it go to the judges? Ever go, did you have to file a I complaint with the so. judges? I think so. Yeah, there was some some dispute on that. It was dis- we just left it as disputed. Like nobody we, won we it really last didn't, year. Actually, I, I won <laughs> last year again. <laughs> so there, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. You might have to send it to the governing board. To I think so. It's still in litigation. There's something. Yeah, that's that's still deciding on that. There's one. probably some blood doping. Well, that's yeah. what I was oh, worried about. It could be because I don't I don't know about the HGH. Mm. You know, I mean, there's right. possible, Sarah. I just can't guarantee anything. Yes, I'm so. I'm, I'm real roided up over here. <laughs> we'll just say those two are vacated. We're competing for this year. <laughs> okay, done and done. <laughs> so bikegallery.com, six different locations. That's right. We're six six locations. Uh, from as far east as Clackamas, all the way out to Beaverton. And, yeah, everywhere. Uh, downtown Portland, Woodstock, Hollywood District, Lake Oswego. 
Uh, you nailed them and all. And Woodstock. Did I say Woodstock? <laughs> did I say Woodstock twice? Oh, there's Woodstock. You did. And there's <laughs> the Woodstock sure. location. <laughs> so downtown Hollywood, Woodstock, Clackamas, Lake Oswego, Beaverton. All the information at bikegallery.com. Absolutely. And thank you, Kelly. Thanks for coming in and thanks for supporting us. Yeah. And we have one of your awesome new shirts, too. Yeah, we do. Which, yes, which are available in the store, the, the sh- Portland's Bike Shop. The shirts are shirts. badass. They are amazing. I'm getting ready to change into mine right now. Yes, <laughs> yes, indeed. I know. I wear a sweater, and I'm sweating in that. That's, I can't believe you're still wearing a sweater. It, it wasn't was a good very idea. hot in Yeah, here. it wasn't, wasn't a smart idea. No, you're, in, that wasn't, you're not a smart man. Oh, well. <laughs> wow. All right. There we go. I'm still going to beat you in bike riding. Um, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Of course, uh, tomorrow on the show, we're going to have Andy Main, one awesome. of the comedians who's going to be at the Comedy Showcase on Very April cool. 1st. So, Next Wednesday, a week from today. A week from today, so you can get your tickets for that at FunEmploymentRadio.com. And uh, yeah, Andy will be on the show tomorrow. Cool. Which is going to be awesome. All right, you guys are so fantastic. Thank you so much. We will be back tomorrow with more FunEmploymentRadio.com. Thanks, Kelly. Thanks, Kelly. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.